Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham. Joining me for this very special talk about anything else episode of the One Graham Army Podcast is Tony Baltimore, host of Pod Caviar. How the hell you doing, sir? Pretty good. Staying busy, uh, making art, watching TV, use, you know. Yeah, I wondered though. I f- I figured at some point there would be an explosion of designs coming. You got a lot of stuff uh, for shirtcaviar.com in the wings right now. Yes, I do. Um uh if anybody who follows me on Twitch or I'm not Twitch, Twitter or uh I Instagram. I've been posting things um now I would see a picture online and then I would use that as interpretation and uh I would come up with my own design that um my vision of that picture so it's a lot it's a lot of great designs being made right now so yeah that's good that's one of the benefits of having a little bit of downtime um well so i mean i guess we've gathered here today to talk about anything else man last week we definitely couldn't not talk about the thing the event remain indoors remain indoors um i uh i did want i did want to bring you here though specifically Cause I know we, we touched on it a bunch when you were still like physically here doing the podcast, but I figured now would be as good a time as any to talk about things that are, uh, mind numbing and exciting and things to look at. So I did kind of want to talk a little bit about Star Trek, although, Oh, Hey, what's Mm -hmm. up? Oh, Joel page is in the, uh, is in the chat right now. Remember, remember, uh, country from, uh, when we were in the dorms. Yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, he's in the chat right now. Uh, And, uh, yeah, glad he was able to join us. But So I was going to talk about Star Trek, but you mentioned something right before we started recording about a thing you just saw. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. It's Wall. It's Tony Wall. Uh, He just asked if that was you in the uh, comments. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I was going to say, you mentioned something right before we got started about a show you just discovered on Netflix that I know people are looking for stuff to watch right now. Yeah, it's it's Crip Camp. (laughs) uh, (laughs) When you said that, I thought maybe it had something to do with, like, gangbanging. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I thought. I was like, oh, shit, I mean, it's a documentary, but no. It's about a uh, a summer um, crip, not, well, not crip, physically disabled camp <laughs> in the summer. I think and, I think um, choosing our words carefully has been canceled. Yeah, like why did they even name it that? That is so weird. Like it's yo, incredibly strange. That is so crazy, and it took me like by surprise because I'm like, dude, what? Well, we talked about how South Park did a um an episode that was similar to this and uh it was two of them actually is when uh when jimmy and timmy they joined the crips and then the other one was when they <laughs> yeah. were in the summer camp for uh the, the the crippled kids and then now fucking netflix has a crip camp movie 
it's rated R. Like this is so weird. I have to watch this thing. Like, what the fuck? I bet yeah. you it is full of glorious soundboard drops. If I had to guess. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is this, this is some. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, this is going to be hilarious. Joel said helmets, road guard vests, and orthopedic shoes. Got to be a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's an old penitentiary trick. Yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I don't even know what to do with that. I kind of wish I'd have watched it before we did this, but I mean, it'll give us plenty of subject matter for yeah, the next like, one. Yeah, like... I was oh, watching another movie. I'm watching like... that tonight. Like that's I'm watching that tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely do that probably as soon as we get. Still retarded, are you? But um, I was watching another movie. A damn, it's a pretty good movie. It was called like Thirty Twenty Two or something, and it had Omar Epson, and they were in space, and they and uh, a bunch of shit happened. It is a good movie. Omar Epps was in space. It's gonna look cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They sent Omar Epps to space. It's crazy. Mm. It looks cheesy as fuck, but it is an actual good movie. The storyline in itself is really great. Um, it's that perfect timing because you called right after it went off. So yeah. I thought they were going to fucking fuck us at the ending, but then they didn't. So, you know, give that a watch, too. Hell, yeah. No, there, there's so much, so much good stuff to watch. But I did not realize that a movie called Crip Camp about physically disabled people would be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, times have changed. Netflix is really fucking. They want to keep subscribers. That's one way to do it, or get rid of them, more of them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, this is risky. We'll see how it plays out. What <laughs> goddamn? I hate to say They're it. Fucking swinging for the fences with this one. Yeah, I well, I hate to say it though. I think that people's attention is diverted sufficiently right now that uh, you know, people may not yeah, have the time to worry about those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You are definitely right because I've not seen a tweet about it. No. Nope. So that in itself, nope. there it is. I haven't seen anybody so, upset about it. If they ain't tweeting about it, then nah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I also All haven't right. seen any of those classic tweets where it's like saying the R word is wrong in all capitals like 10 times in a row. Yeah, those things. They, like, they seem they to have went away. Really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I yeah, said that, yeah. They they start off really good and then it's like, nah, now it's just whiny Twitter yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's canceled and I'm gonna drop a drop that sounds a little bit like this. That goes for cocksuckers and retards. That was the cocksuckers and retards drop. I know you can't hear it, but I'm oh, sure you assumed yeah. it was coming <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I actually even have a thing. If you ever if you go back and watch this, or I think you could you could just pull this stream up on your phone as long as you turn the audio down. You shouldn't have any problem. Because I do want to show you this other thing that I inserted into the live oh, stream yeah, here hold on. real quick. All right, yeah, I'll give you a second to pull it up. But I will say too, though, that um, that maybe that may be one of the side effects here is that we may all be a little bit more free to uh, be taken in within context. Um, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. You having trouble? No, nah, um, I'm just. I went to Twitter and then. The Twitter link is going to open up another link. Yeah. You never open the app, though. And then here we, here we are. It is now weird. We Twitter only opens up so many apps. Almost everything you share, they're like, it's in your web browser. 
Right. And I'm like, no, I have an app for that. That's the whole thing. Right. That's the all point. Right, yeah, I'm tuned in now. Okay. All right. So look, so you'll, it'll, it'll be delayed obviously quite a bit. So I, yeah, turn the audio down on yours. Um, all the way. Mm, hold on. Yeah. Should just be able to turn your phone down or mute it. Yeah. I'm going to turn the phone down. You can't hear like a delay or anything. Cause I don't think that it, um, you'll be able to hear it, but I, I'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Cause you got to hear, cause look, so see, I hit the drop and then this old penitentiary trick and then watch this. Did you see it yet? No, not yet. It's coming up on the screen shortly. I just hit the drop. Oh shit. No, it's way behind. Holy shit. <laughs> but did you see the, the blinking? The blinking sign. Like I made that specially for OBS for all of our listeners. Hey, a couple more people have joined us. <laughs> Feel <That's> awesome, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> it's like one of the few elements I added to the live stream just specifically because I was like, cool. Hell well, yeah. that'll come up. And it's real janky too because it doesn't blink on its own. I have to like turn it on and off. Oh shit! <laughs> I just <laughs> click it. I just click it on and off and on and off. All right, hey, couple more, oh, couple more people have joined us here. Um, but yeah, the Crip Camp thing seems super funny. I would encourage any of our viewers to jump into the chat to help, uh, you know, keep things light. But we are going to dive directly into some Star Trek talk because I think people are yeah. dying to hear about things that aren't uh, the event and also that are v available on Netflix. There is an entire universe basically available to you on Netflix. There is, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of episodes of different variations mm -hmm. of Star Trek that people could get into. And, um, I guess yeah. I guess I got to start by asking you of, you know, original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, what's your favorite? Oh, man, that's uh, I want to say the the original and then Voyager. Nice. And then uh yeah, and then the Next Generation. And uh, I still can't get into Deep Space Nine. I swear to God, maybe this is the time to jump back into it, but never, never have I watched an episode of Deep Space Nine and walked away satisfied. I was always like, this is horseshit. You, I didn't like it. I'm telling you, that's that's a very real sentiment that I think a lot of people share. It took me a very long time because I remember when it was on TV, I was like, this show yeah. sucks all the butts. Uh, it just was not, right. it just wasn't very entertaining. But now that I'm telling you now that you can watch it in serial, like yeah. if, if you're, if you are apprehensive about watching deep space nine, what I would say is just, I don't remember which one it is, but just Google whichever episode it is that Worf shows up and everything yeah. from there is, uh, is a crescendo. Like they, they, mm, okay. they did a lot of good stuff, man. There's like war. There's like war with the Klingons. They do an episode with, uh, you know, Captain Sisko's son. That's like the red badge of courage. They do. They did a right. lot of really clever stuff with that show, but I think it kind of got washed out with the, with how, uh, non-traditional it was in the Star Trek, uh, series. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, that that was the biggest thing. Like when they when I first saw the preview for it, I was like, no, thank you. I'm I'm fucking out of here. No, there's no way. We get the space station. Get the fuck out of here. No way. I want to see a crew on a ship, and they go out and they do all sorts of crazy shit. Because listen, if you're in, it, it, it's it's no different than how it was in the Air Force. Like you know, the pilots and the people who actually get on the planes and shit. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, that's cool as fuck. And it's got to be the same way. In Starfleet, if you're in, if you're on an Enterprise or any of those other ships, and then yeah. you, you're like, oh shit, you know, oh you know, I just got a sign, I got a sign. Where'd you get a sign? And you're like, I didn't say space station. Um, yeah. Oh, deep space. Damn, nine. all that shit that you're talking about sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds so, boring. I mean, no, because what? Well, because well, yeah. what they did though, eventually, the thing that they did was they created this entirely different, like political Star Trek landscape. And uh, what uh-huh. what ended up happening though is that eventually they had to kind of bring in the uh, the Defiant was a ship that they brought into the fold uh, as far as yeah. the story was concerned, and then they kind of started going out and adventuring around, and then it became more like Star Trek. Yeah, because shit, nobody wants to see a fucking Star. Like if they're gonna do that, they might as well have made it a comedy and be like the the cafeteria crew <laughs> right. of a star sh- of a, of a, um, a space station. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, be the cafeteria crew in deep space nine, make it a comedy and then roll with that. Like change lanes that way instead of being like, well, this is the crew of deep space nine. No, they don't have that. I mean, they don't really go out. You know, ships come to them. They don't right. go out. Yeah, problems yeah, problems show up there. at their doorstep, so there's very little conflict. Now, if you get deep enough into Deep Space Nine, I promise you, and I would start with when Worf gets back if you need to, but I promise if you start mm-hmm. watching it, you will appreciate the shit out of it. Plus, Benjamin Sisko is basically your doppelganger. Like, you've all, you look like Hawk from fucking <laughs> Spencer with Hire already. I'm sure right. you've heard that before. <laughs> like, uh, and it's especially funny, too, because that guy who played Benjamin Sisko is like one of these weird, like, super stone jazz guys who, like, used all his money to put, like, a fancy piano in his living room. And he's, like, super oh, chilled out. Sweet, but, yeah. But it, it is yeah, Deep Space Nine deserves another look if you haven't watched it, because especially once they get deeper into it, they really kind of start to explore the like darker implications of like a federation of planets and who gets accepted and like how do you deal with like, you know, it, you know, it involves accepting a planet into the Federation that had been occupied by a hostile force that you're not at war with. And mm-hmm. there's all these complications there. And, uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's good. I think it's, 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 it sounds like a more political version of star Wars, you know, the, the, uh, the rival, um, franchise where right. the empire was more like a, Listen, you will become part of the Empire or we're gonna fucking destroy you, one or the other. Whereas in, in Star Trek, it's more like what do we do after the war? Right. What do we do with this planet? What do we right. do with the people that weren't part of the armies that fought us or the star you know, the starships that fought us? What do we do now? Yeah, well Which and what do you- that, and that's what I like because it's more realistic to me. I mean that's you know, we taught and we, we had world wars against the Empire, so why would we wanna well, you know, why would I want to, as a, as a kid, looking up to dumb shit like the heroes of Starfleet, of course I don't want to be a fan of the Empire and Star Wars, 
So right. Star Trek seemed more realistic because that's what you do after you have a war. You got to sit down and be like, well, how are we going to clean all this up? Right. And there's all this silly political stuff. And it really was sort of the first time in Star Trek two where they kind of took like their rhetoric and ran it through the grinder. Like how well does all of yeah. this stand up? And not just like where in next generation they would take the prime directive and confuse it. Like this is like the basis of their philosophy. Like how do you do that? And then also at one point in Deep Space Nine, uh, spoiler alert, like they go to war with the Dominion and they go to war with the Klingons and they go to war yeah. with the Romulus. I mean, there is a war that goes on on that show that like the magnitude of which is mind bending, like where they kill off like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of people in the it, it, like, what would it be like? excuse me, if there was an intergalactic war on that scale and it's bonkers and they do tons of giant battles where there's like, you know, galaxy class starships getting blown up like they're, you know, cheese. Right. Right. It's nuts. Yeah. No, deep space nine goes deep. It's, it's one of my favorites in that they really pushed the pedal to the metal. They really kind of ignored a lot of the trappings of original Star Trek, which is funny too. Cause my sister was mentioning to me the other day that I didn't realize, but I guess um, next generation was envisioned um, by Gene Roddenberry to be like a Star Trek show without conflict. So like, Oh shit. He had like specifically requested there not be conflict in the show because uh-huh. it was supposed to be this like utopian future and the writers had to basically, you know, campaign to be like, hey, you know, we are trying to entertain people here. Like at some point, yeah, like, somebody yeah, doesn't get along, right? Sitting around, yeah, like sitting around, just, what are they, going to the holodeck every day? Or, every day, yeah, they have uh, concerts, I mean, they're putting on, on plays scale, They could shit. just have made it all holodeck, I mean, I guess, but yeah, that... Yeah, no, I mean, we want to see shit get blown up. It's space. I mean, yeah, to me, especially once they introduce the holodeck idea, I'm like, isn't it entirely possible that the entire reality of all of these shows is just a thing that happened on the holodeck? Yeah, I mean that could be their way of going back and fixing things, plot holes, and stories that yeah. that uh, that that you know. And man, I mean, there's so many things that that they could do. Or that they could say, but the, the hollow deck thing is real crazy because that is basically the next step past VR, and then right. we get into the Inception type um, dreamscapes where it looks real, but you can bend time. It, it takes Grand Theft Auto, yeah, and um, it's a game that we talk about a lot because it is very realistic, and it's like that's our that's first the glimpse step. into the simulation so, for sure. Right. Assuming right. we're not already so, in one know. that's glitching, you know. I and I'll say this too, the uh the idea of the holodeck too, they use that in a, a bunch of episodes of all the shows that have the holodeck where like they're yeah. like, "Oh, we have to transport these people from one place to another." Oh, turns out you were all in the holodeck. Well, if you can't tell the difference, how the fuck do you know you're not in it all the time? Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure that would be a question if you are a psychiatrist and for Starfleet, they should make a show about this. How many times do you see people come into your office and have that same damn uh, question? And what do you? What's the answer? Is it a Starfleet answer? 
that that mandates that that every psychiatrist say the same thing. It's like right. calling the VA, and you know they're reading off a script, but you're like, you know, okay, right, what you're saying might be correct in theory and in, in logically, but if you feel like you're in a simulation, that logic and theory shit that people are feeding you is going to have an opposite effect because you're like, no, that's what you're programmed to say. Right. This is some bullshit. Well, yeah, so and it's what, like, what, do what, you what, have where the you go from there? Yeah, or are you just someone that, you know, is trying to, you know, influence influence my behavior? You know, do you really know? Right, right. It's a mess. It's a mess. And Star Trek is full of holes like that, like especially like how you travel those distances and everyone isn't dead on Earth when you get to where you're going. Um, but yeah, Deep Space Nine is worth another view. Right. And I'll tell you what, because I remember like a couple years ago, you had mentioned to me that Voyager was your favorite. And I I think I had the same opinion of Voyager that you did of Deep Space Nine. I just remember watching it on TV and being like, eh, yeah. I don't know about this. But man, now that I've watched it again on Netflix, Voyager is pretty clever. You know, yeah, yeah, and they then, did some things that were really good in Star Trek that I hadn't seen before, and they put some, they uh, they they put some storylines out there that were like still relevant to the storyline. I mean, the Star Trek franchise, and, right? I mean, it was an amazing show, and I and I mean, from episode one all the way to the last episode you were consistently um, entertained, especially yeah. when they made a big discovery or they made a big jump in time, you know, cause they were in, they were in what the day, the, the Delta, Delta quadrant, quadrant and they yeah, had to get back to the alpha quadrant. So they yeah. were way out there. Well, it gave them a whole new like paintbrush to paint with too, because they could just create any kind of adversary. And then especially like Star Trek had already established the horror of the Borg and they were out where like the board where like that part of space they were in was just lousy with Borg. So that offered them a right, lot of leeway right. plus seven of nine. I am willing to say, and I haven't heard a lot of people say this and I don't know why, but like seven of nine is a great character. Like Jerry Ryan played her phenomenally. And that may be one of the greatest smoke shows in the history of humanity. Yeah. Like she may be one of the yeah. hottest people at that age in that time when she was on that show, she may be one of the hottest people that ever existed. Right, right, and it was especially for you know, people that you, know, you and us, you and me, that that at that age that we were at when that show was yeah, out. Yeah, we've like, never seen no geez, kind of shit. Bro, like, well, I mean, and I've watched it recently, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Even if I saw it today, I'm like, no, she's smoking hot yeah and i remember all that shit because i was like what you yeah know, i was like how are they getting away with this on tv but then i was like i don't care you know, well fuck it. yeah Whatever. well and they did make her uh you know they did make her a good character oh creepy my dad is in the chat now saying not hotter than the vulcan on enterprise first of all i don't recognize enterprise as canon and you're wrong um yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's another one. I definitely, I tried to get into it, and it seemed like it was a good show, but I'm like, uh, it's conceptually yeah. pretty good, but yeah, it just didn't pan out. And I'll be honest with you too, like, what hotter or notter, Seven of Nine is a better character. You know what I mean? Like she, like yeah, she was yeah. a much, much deeper and interesting character than that weird Vulcan. And they just kept like, you know, ham-fistedly putting her boobs in the show. So it wasn't really like quality. Yeah, yeah. So it was a good mix. She just wasn't there to be a trophy or like eye candy. Yeah. Eye candy. They, 
she's actually a really good character, and she actually helped the show, um, yeah. helped the crew Absolutely. on the show a lot. So, yeah. no I mean, question about that. They 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 knocked that one out of the park. That was one of the greatest show characters, not only in Star Trek but just all of television. Yeah, in TV. If you look at it, there's not many. Yeah, there's not many characters on shows that are that um, that that are that resourceful to the storyline and advancing the storyline and just looks aside because she could have just been there and been like a normal background character, a comic relief and just, just off looks, everybody would have accepted her and that's fine, but we got to see the best of both worlds. And yeah, exactly. That's something that will, that will always be relevant it's to a, me. It's that's a, how they pulled everything in that series off is amazing. Yeah, it's a difficult line to toe, too. You're like, all right, we're putting this big tit smoke show in here to get viewers, but also watch how we weave this character into the story so that you don't want to, you know, you have to have her. And right. no spoilers, maybe right. next week we'll talk about Picard, but she, her reemergence in the new series in Picard is fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't need, seen it I yet. I catch up. Man. Yeah, CBS All Access is free. You know, that's the funny thing about all this time is like uh, <laughs> Joel said 7 of 9 put me in the mind of the mom from Terminator. That is pretty accurate, though. She may have been channeling a little bit of that that Linda Hamilton vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I considered yeah she that. too. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the second movie, she was like a caricature of herself. And I haven't seen the most recent one. I probably should, though. I just know that I was I illegally. Not the second one, bro. I was illegally downloading movies year, a couple years ago. And the first time I got my cable off, it was because I illegally downloaded the movie Terminator Genesis. And basically the deal was no I had to like call the cable company and be like, I'm sorry I did this, which because that was the email they sent me. It was like, you need to talk to us. And they like admonished me like they were my mom. Yeah. And I just made sure I mentioned I was like, I can't believe you guys cut me off for downloading that movie. That movie was terrible. Like I should have been paid to watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, they got me for damn Sleeping Dogs, which wow. was a fucking oh no, Wild Hogs, not Sleeping Dogs. Wild Hogs. Oh god, that which, movie with John Travolta where they're like fake bikers. Yeah, that damn. fucking movie, right? Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, we just want to make sure you know what you're doing with some vehicle." I'm like, "Dude, get the fuck out of my face! Like, don't you got me? Okay, yeah. just, you know why do I have yeah. to call you? And, and they you do that, right? Really talk down to me." Yeah. It's so condescending, like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Shut yeah. up. Like you, like, you know what happens. You got me. All right, cool, whatever. All right, uh, cool. Pat yourself on the back, you know. Fucking, yeah, that's yeah, fucking stupid. Definitely. I'm surprised there's not a Twitter war about that now. Yeah, Joel said they should have given Wild Hogs away with an apology, which is true. Yeah. yeah, it reminds yeah. me of like, that D.L. So Hughley so joke. <laughs> it reminds me of that D.L. Hughley joke where he says after he finished Soul Plane, he cashed his check with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was yeah. funny then, but in the last month, that's become how the only way you could cash a check. Right, just old penitentiary trick. That shit, man. Yes, yeah, some pretty shitty movies that get flagged for damn. Yeah, it was mostly the shitty ones that I kept getting busted for yeah it. it should be the opposite like we were saying like look you should give me money off my cable bill for fucking doing this shit because i got to suffer through it i had to suffer through that fucking movie yep exactly yeah well i think we've laid the groundwork here pretty well for a series of podcasts uh 
that will help people escape from, you know, whatever's going on. And things seem pretty normal, you know. I don't think anybody Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Needs anything else. But I am going to wrap this up cuz I do need to go light the grill and grill burgers. Okay. And eat inside. Um but yeah, we'll do this again. And I definitely want everybody to remember to dial 847-665-9238 and leave me a message. Listen, we will literally talk about anything you want right now. Like, give us anything. Yeah. As long as it's not the yeah. event, we will talk about anything you like. I promise. And uh, also, shop shirtcaviar.com, Tony's website. Uh, are they still shipping right now? They are. It's going to take a little while. Um, if you're in Europe, then it may take way longer because yeah. the suppliers out there are all shut down. Um, within the uh, continental United States, it will take longer, but the shipments are still going out. Excellent. And um, the website, it, like if they, shop, if they shut those down, then the website will be shut down too until further notice. We're not going out of business. It's perpetually funded, so we're good there. Just If you go there, just know we'll get it to you. It'll just take a little longer. My daughter is in here reminding me that it's time to start grilling. You want to come in here? What time is it? 8-11. And what do I need to do? Make dinner. Okay, I hear you. Give me two seconds. I'll wrap this up. <laughs> One, two. Okay. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate it. All right, everybody. Uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Definitely, like I said, shopshirtcaviar.com. Tony, let me know if you want to start doing episodes of Pod Caviar again. If you want to start doing subject-based stuff, it may also be a good distraction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy true, to join yeah. you via this, and then I'm gonna try and find a way to video this again in the next couple of days. But uh, I do, I do okay. need to wrap this up. I appreciate everybody tuning in to this inane conversation about Star Trek, and uh, I promise that the future episodes won't be about anything any heavier than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. All right, sir. You be safe. All right, you too, bud. All right, General. Later. Yep. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. You know the deal. Don't forget to visit patreon.com slash one gram army. Uh, come here. Just poke your head in. Poke your head the rest of the way. There you are. <laughs> All right, and uh, thank you for tuning in again. But again, dial 847-665-9238 to uh, you know, say your piece. And I've enjoyed this. And I hope you did too. And I don't know how to end these. Oh, yeah. So, and I'll end this one as I usually do with a little bit of strange music. And good night, everyone.
and begin. Look, I'm scratching six paws, so I don't have to touch him. Oh, I'm just 